Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuck boy. The number one fuck boy. The number one fuck boy. Fuck boy. Number one cuck boy, maybe? You tell me, honey. I'll fuck you in front of your wife. I mean, fuck your wife in front of you. Oh, shit. Joining me, as always, in the High and Mighty studios is my nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gabris. Arthur, say what's up. He's actually having a rough time because the cleaning lady is vacuuming. Turns out, all dogs hate that noise. Also joining me in the High and Mighty Studios for the first time is my friend, comedian, hilarious dude. I would say arguably a uh, physical specimen on stage. A lot, like a, a true, a true physical beast and a podcaster uh, from uh, last podcast on the left. Give it up. I'm saying give it up like it's a live show. Now I've lost it. Get it up. Oh, we are performing live for 11 people in my studio yes, the, right now. It is now. hot in here. Henry Zabrowski. What's going on, dude? You shitheads. <laughs> What's going on? You fucking shitheads. I could do that. Yep. Go ahead. The <laughs> listeners are called shitheads. You are shitheads. <laughs> I have no idea how that came about. Yeah, I, I do like that. It's organic. <laughs> I think I when I was trying to do stand up for a bit, I would come out and say, What's up, shitheads? to try to then dig myself out of the hole. Of course. As like as for me to like be like, I'm not good at stand-up. I'm like, what would make it fun? Oh, a challenge. Yeah, so I started exactly. doing that. Like, oh, this is a terrible You idea. fucking hogs. <laughs> yeah, you fucking losers. Put your hooves together. <laughs> Can't believe you got out of the house, you bedridden, canker sword pieces of shit. All right, someone flip this fat fuck with a spatula. It's time he's getting fucking sword up on one side. Um, uh, guys, we're going to be talking about uh, all the stuff that Henry's an expert in, which is conspiracies and whatnot. It's and weird that, uh, honestly, after years of doing the show, it's like, last podcast left that's been going for seven years it's like i am an expert right you were like a fan uh, or a I hobbyist was. or a curious a curious uh, I'm a, a knowledge seeker and now you are officially spreading it like people are getting into that world because of you i'm officially an investigator for mufon the mutual ufo network <laughs> um that is true i'm a vip level i'm in there um i have not received my polo yet 
which makes me pretty upset. Um, and this is it, fucking wild. Yeah, it is just they are. It's a ragtag group of people. They accepted my money gladly, but the, the UFO investigators are really difficult to get along with. They're very private. They're always divorced. Uh, no relationship lasts as soon as you decide to make a professional life of studying UFOs. That's so wild. It's really fucked up. But yes, but unfortunately, it's weird because you could just become an expert in essentially bullshit. Just by reading about it for years. Right, because it is one of those things where it's like, there is no, like, textbook about paranormal shit. Or Unless something. you say, like, Behold a Pale Horse is a textbook or The Biggest Secret by David Icke is a textbook, <laughs> but then essentially you're an anti-Semite. <laughs> but that's just because of how it works out. But he's not talking about Jews. David Icke is not talking about Jews. He's talking about nine-foot reptilians. It's not a metaphor. <laughs> I have to keep telling this to people. He's a secret. Yeah, I, I put it this way. If you have to defend a book uh, like that, maybe it's not the best book to read. It is very difficult. If you have to say, like, no, 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 it's not anti-Semitic. He had a hard time getting into Canada. I, I, I bet. David I bet. Icke, is, he puts on 12-hour shows where he talks about the reptilian infiltration of the US, of the government, the entertainment industry, um, basically because the entertainment industry is the mouthpiece of the government. Um, it's shapeshifters. Uh, you know, Hillary Clinton is a puppet with, like, you had reptilians. But, like, unfortunately, Donald Trump is human. That's one of the part of the problems that we're having is that a human being, he's outside of the network. Um, that's why they have gigantic pools of children that they murder and torture yeah, and rape because they get all, all they get all the evil energy out of them and they use that to create better shows. Young Sheldon was made by some of these very elite <laughs> reptilians. That's really funny to find out. Like you, you, you literally have the power to create things, and you make young Sheldon. <laughs> That's what you and, and then you're like, wait, it's I thought you guys were all powerful. The Zynga <laughs> will finally open the gates of the pyramids. Oh, <laughs> uh, dude, you said like 15 keywords or buzzwords or vocab words in that rant that. I've uh, Anthony Atamanik from the President mm -hmm. Show. He always comes on to talk conspiracies. We just get super baked and s he screams at me for an hour, yes. and I kind of interject with like, "But wait!" It's <laughs> like, "Shut up! The burden of proof is on you." <laughs> yeah. You start screaming, "Who benefits?" <laughs> well, Anthony Atamanik. It's like what I will always love about him is that every time I see him, he has not changed one bit. He always goes at me with conspiracy theories. We had a long conversation about the Trilateral Commission. Last time I talked to him, right before Trump won, he's in full Trump regalia. He's off stage. He rips the wig off of his head. He's like, I can't fucking wait to stop doing this. And I was like, I don't know. I was like, I don't know, bud. And he was just like, you got to understand, this has been a long call. This is Henry Kissinger's doing. We talk about the the uh, Arthur the hypernormalization, which is like basically talking about uh, this is this has all been in the works since the 1950s. Not like not. The, the weird populist movements that happen in the United States of America. Yeah. And it's just, God, it's grim. It's grim, but that's a problem with conspiracy theory. It's grim. I've said to I said to him, I've never been more excited for someone to get a job that I don't want to last more than exactly. four years. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, that show is just perfect, though. It's so great. It's, it's perfect. so fucking. But let's let's talk. Fuck uh, reading five star reviews. Let's get into because now I'm all heated up and I'm. Oh, on, do you want to do that first? No, no, no. Let's not even worry about it. Let's just get in because now I'm all fucking. You got me all amped up. Is there so? When you said trilateral commission, what is what is that in reference to? Oh God, it's a part of a. I think like, this is a problem. You want to make sure you get the details without sounding like an idiot. I'm not like Alex Jones. Alex Jones has a photographic memory for some of this right. bullshit, which I don't understand but because he can't remember his children's birthdays. No one on High and Mighty has ever considered an expert. Almost uh, no one's ever been considered like knowledge, uh, knowing a thing. So yes. don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, we've had people on here. So speak at, like, and you don't have to worry. Don't get yourself bogged. I know as someone who 
on their podcast has to like you know or wants to do hours on this one thing. This is hours of this. Well, the right. tri- Trilateral Commission was one of those weird, nebulous U.S. think tanks that was put together uh, in the fifties, and a part of the idea was kind of create this. Um, the concept was to create a essentially a world government that was a cooperation <laughs> between my dog is licking the shit out of Henry's ass. Hey, Art, sucking on, on my here. knees like Come she's here, Kathy Bates. <laughs> Suck it so disjointed. Yeah. <laughs> um, but she, um, Trilateral Commission basically said that we were going to do is create a super agreement between, and this is Kissinger's idea as well. We're going to take a super agreement between U.S., the, uh, the Chinese and the Russians. And essentially, we're going to handle the whole world together. Like, we're just going to work, work as a team. And that, that's the idea of the NWO kind of comes out of that, right. which is the idea that these three Sweet. countries would kind of run. <laughs> we're in there. So we're good because we're a part of it. Um, but a part of it's it's kind of how it's been breaking down. Uh, and it's it's kind of just not working with how the, the world's working. And hypernormalization really goes into that. There's a great that's documentary. That's that documentary, right? Because yeah. I've been recommended that before. It's pretty I'm, sweet. It's yeah. three hours long. And it's fucking brutal. But it's basically <laughs> about how, like, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Mohamed they, they, Oh, that guy that from uh, was it Libya? Yeah. Yeah, he was basically took on the role of being a villain, and even though he was just never actually a villain, it's kind of like what's a little bit what's happened with North Korea right now. Like they are they are playing up the villain role because they know how difficult it will be for us to carpet bomb them, even though right. actually it's very easy. Right. But right. It's like a thing where they're they're playing it up. They're taking the role. Because yeah, and, then and, and for what reason? For us to have something to, for us to have something to worry about or to blame that doesn't always. Re- while the, we're being fucking Donald it's like Trump the, couldn't want a, a nuclear bomb to hit Los Angeles harder. Like he wants it so fucking it's bad. Cra- That's what terrifies me. Is that like, I, I, so here here's so it's hard to not talk about conspiracies in our like and not bring up the current because climate. we have our president's a conspiracy theorist right he is a part he's leading the race like technically it's been a great time for me right content wise <laughs> like it has been a great time yeah, for as us. a matter of fact a, uh, a lot of people were like comedy is going to be great under Trump and it's more specifically like uh, the like, worst shit the yeah, evil the worst shit, shit. Uh, like uh, your podcast and Anthony's show are like the most blossoming <laughs> off that show it's yeah. starting to happen it's been yeah. great for us I mean he, he is one of those dudes who believes all like email forwards and shit like that. You know? Oh yeah. yeah, and I think that there's, uh, you know, I, yeah, it is scary. Like I did, I think with LA, it's like it's mostly just they don't understand. It's like Dick Cheney wanted a 9/11 to happen so they could use it to get into the Middle East, but he waited for it for 45 years. Yeah. He's been in the White House for a long fucking time, and he was a part of several think tanks that were like, it will happen eventually. We will get the disaster we need to get the mandate that we need to do to have full right. control over the government and to get into the Middle East and then start making money. And what the infrastructure is, and basically the kind of idea of being like, we'll just have our fingers in oil forever. Donald Trump is a fucking moron. Like he's not a cons- he's like that's the other thing too. He's not playing 4D chess. He's not some kind of fucking right, right. like he's not some evil genius yeah, he's that playing knows like him. fucking skee-ball yes exactly he's just <laughs> and feeling he's losing it's him like i found a 20 dollar bill on the street like that's how he views all of this shit where it's right. like it's the like it's some weird ass quick cash grab but i think that the, the conspiracy theory is more about like it's not like byzantine evil men coming up with plans it's all about money right, right. it's all about well, how like much- even like all the popular popular conspiracies or you know the more like the lizard one like the lizard people one it illuminati all that stuff it weird that it is money and political power and political power to just get more money. Well, part and of it's like, 
maybe uh, Ike. Uh, wait, what's his name again? Ike's David Ike. David uh, David Ike. Maybe Ike is onto something, and maybe it's not truly lizards, but it is a cabal of people who are like, let's just keep getting richer and not let you know. Let's just keep making poor white people hate poor black people, and we can fucking make money forever and ne- and never lose power. Well, you yeah. know, and then you have this sort of there's this gigantic kind of thing happening right now between marketing companies and PR companies and how they're connected to marketing companies are connected to the entertainment industry. They're running the entire. They're running everything. PR and marketing are running everything. They're I, they're connecting political identities to the shit you buy by basically looking at the metadata of all the stuff that we're constantly tailed with by our iPhones <laughs> and our fucking computers and how they they amass all of this like our search histories and our and our purchasing histories and all stuff and they connect it to our politics and they're figuring out exactly how to motivate us in a way like we're fucking like dogs. Yeah, and we're like pigs in a corral. It's like all right, you liberal almond butter purchaser. We know exactly how to get you. <laughs> yeah. Whole Foods. No, Whole Foods has been bought by Amazon. Like, all these things are coming together. It's like they're already slashing all these prices, and we're all acting like it's a big, good deal. But then what's going to happen to the people that work for Whole Foods? And then once food starts getting driv- d- d- delivered by drones, right? It's like, and then yeah. we have drones everywhere. We have no more truck drivers. We have no more uh, people working. That was in Logan. Oh yeah, that was sweet. Did you see? Did you see Logan? Yes, yeah, yeah. The but with the automatic trucks, oh, it's fucking... I was like, that was cool as fuck. Yeah. I just watched Logan. I slept on it, which made me sad. It made me cry. I fucking I teared up too, dude. Yeah, Hugh Jackman is great. He's, He's really a good, good actor. He is. The... He needs another fucking swing at a solid movie. I, I think that he'll have it after this. I yeah. don't if it comes out. That was fucking so. He's so emotional. He's it's dude, and I felt it. I fuck. Yeah. Dude. He just thinks of his strain of having to kiss that wife of his every night, and he just tosses and turns <laughs> to anguish. He's <laughs> just so sick of it. She's in the seventh bedroom of his massive mansion. Yeah. So my big, I, my dream in life, and this is so weird to come from a area of being a heterosexual male, is like for all these closeted actors and athletes to just come out. Do it. I just want everyone to be for one for the normal reason of like I want them to be able to be comfortable with themselves. Yeah, but also I just want for fucking every fucking got lunatic who loves Top Gun to find out every Look. asshole homophobic Top Gun lover is like that dude sucked Val Kilmer's he, dick he sucked his dick and he loved it he's the manliest man you've ever seen that's Wolverine yeah, that's no. Wolverine all he does is fucking make sweet love to other writhing men <laughs> and he fucking loves it in a pilot I did we had the joke uh, that I where I said I want something. I don't want to. I don't want to just fuck her. I want a real relationship, like Hugh Jackman and his fat wife. <laughs> and so, and then my Betsy, Betsy Sidaro goes, "That's not nice." I go, "No, I'm the fat wife." I'm the fat wife. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, That's fucking hilarious. Yeah, uh, fuck, man. Logan and automated trucks, all that shit. People just who who's gonna lose those jobs? The people who drive trucks. The people who who's go gonna to who's, who's gonna stay in their jobs? People who fucking sit at their computer or people who hire. Uh, like people are gonna say like, oh, it costs me. People, if it's if it costs them eight dollars an hour to hire a truck driver, and it costs them seven ninety eight to have an automated truck, you're done. You're done. That's you're it. Done. They'll they'll fucking. Put an extra dollar in their pocket and lose, uh, you know, shatter a whole family. Fucking corporations. It's true. Corporations run everything right now. Everything and, is, and we and let they're consolidating. Oh yeah, and of yeah. course they're consolidating. Of course, why not? That's the NWO. That's the whole thing. That the, all of the conspiracy theories, the idea about like the UN coming and taking over and shock troops being everywhere and all that shit. That's just not gonna happen. It's happening like this. It's gonna happen once the once net neutrality, net neutrality, once that's gone, and you have like all this kind of shit happening where it's like they own the internet, which is how we fucking communicate truly openly, yeah. and then they're gonna. All the things we buy, the way we shop, where we can live, all of a sudden everything's gonna be massive condo. We're heading towards Judgment Day. Yes. <laughs> Which is kind of 
cool if you are good at it. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? And again, we're sovereign people, a part of the please reptilians fucking choose me this pilot season. <laughs> I just want the reptilians to choose me this pilot season. I'll do whatever they want. I'll live in a cage. I'll I suck know. out of one of those little it's water so, bottles. <laughs> like, it's so sad. It's so sad how I'm like, I like. I'll do Scientology. <laughs> like, Put the cedar chips down. Put the cedar chips down. I'll sit there with my salt lick and just be like, thank you, Tom. Yeah, I, just, like, I want anything I can. I said the other day, I, like, I was like, oh, we can't have a nuclear holocaust. I'm literally about to pop career-wise. I am really <laughs> like, doing it. So I'm really cooking. I, I'm like, I've been working at it for 10 years. I can finally have something, please. I love my apartment. Right. <laughs> I can't lose it now. I don't even want to move, no less deal with Ugh. DEFCON 1 war. <laughs> please, I mean, you know, that's just, again, it's just how they're gonna it's it, we're we just been railroaded it's been happening for a long ass time and we're giving over to the keys yeah and we're doing the whole thing we're it's giving like it to craft us. amazon netflix like eventually it's gonna be like nine companies like a tribunal yes. that own everything and it's like oh, yeah and i mean i'm to blame i got my nike shoot on made made by incredible children <laughs> i've got you know like i try to buy different stuff like i try to buy but i got a fucking iphone we're yeah. all implicit right well it, an iphone bullshit. is cool it's good to it's have it did good yeah. And Google Maps does stuff like it's scary, but it remembers it remembers like where I go certain times, and it gives me good places to go, and it recommends me stuff. I bought that quip. What's it? The that fucking um that toothbrush from Instagram. Did you? You uh, bought yeah. the Instagram toothbrush? Yes, I did. And you like it? Yeah. It's fun. It's crazy. <laughs> it's got- terrifying. Well, like, and then the real scary shit with that is like you hear like my wife's like. I never even bought anything like this, but I think I talked about it on the phone. Oh, and then yeah. it's like, wait a minute. No, it just that's happened. a line cross. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we was, I was looking up. Uh, I forget exactly what I was looking up, but it showed up on my girlfriend's computer in a Google, like one of those Google searches. I uh, was talking about it in thick, the living thick room. Thick Latinas? Yes. <laughs> Henry, were you thinking about thick Latinas in the uh, living room? Uh, no, no, babe. <laughs> I promise. I promise never a thousand years. <laughs> so you're about like floppy butted, sweet, sweet thick Latinas. I just thought about that Just stop thinking about the war Yeah Well you know and We're like complicit We're allowing it to happen But here's Here's the other thing about it I feel like Something bad happens You know whatever Some minor step Where it's like Yeah they're gonna get rid of net neutrality Everyone's like This is awful This is awful This is awful Then all of a sudden It's like there's a flood. Someone gets uh, killed. This, that, the other thing. It's like, oh, and then meanwhile, they're just like pushing net neutrality like five feet. Sh- yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, Don't even think about this. Right. Don't even think about this. Well, it's because it is real. I mean, you we know. have like I have like fatigue of things to be upset about. Everybody where I'm just does. Like, I know. It's like I, I can't fucking deal with this shit. There's anymore. some people that say that that's a game that the government plays. So they do that on purpose. So the idea is to exhaust us. Yeah. Or that that was a Roger Stone thing. But I don't even know. I just think that uh, honestly, it's a part of it. I do feel in one way, shape, or form that the, the media is complicit. They like the bad news. The bad news gets close. Oh, and that's a, that's it's, what's crazy is because they need to make money, too. They're all trying to make money because everybody's desperate because of his... The attack that Trump did onto the press was the best thing that ever happened to the press because it made them heroes again right. to the 53% of liberals that were, that are in this country, right? Where it's like it is a very... It, they, they are making money off of this. They want to keep you upset right. because it, and it said upset works for everybody. H- how many stress things have I bought 
And it's not even just because I'm upset because I um, unfortunately have very few emotions. Right. It's like my girlfriend's <laughs> super upset and the things that are upset in the house, I have to like deal with, like I'm right. dealing with yes. my own stress buying. I'm buying dumb shit. <laughs> right. Like yeah. I'm buying stuff. I'm helping the economy. There's a part of me sitting to me like, oh, this is actually good because this is how the economy is supposed to work. You're supposed to make money and put it back in. I'm like, what am I even saying to myself? Put it back in to, but the set, like now that we know like putting money back into the economy, it's not like, and then my neighbors see it. It's like, nope, it goes, it's trickle up. It goes, oh, yeah, of course, yeah, it's everybody like, else is making money. Nobody, so it's like, so it's a part of what we're trying to do more of, like trying to do more charity work and trying to do more kind of shit directly to people, like with the Houston shit, just like try not to give the Red Cross, you give it to other people, you give it to people local, trying to like really research it, which is kind of weird. We have these side jobs now where I'm doing all this political bullshit that I never did before, and it's not what I was supposed to do. I was, yo, just the other day, I was complaining, <laughs> complaining to someone, and this is, I'm not actually complaining about this no. but it's crazy that how much stuff falls on us now oh yeah it's like it's people it's oh, like this is your job now we're yeah, a democracy yeah we gotta figure out the shit it's where it's a weird version of a democracy where it's like hey they're gonna do this thing you need to call every day and save health insurance and I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Right. I'm calling. I learned my senator's fucking number. I, I have I my phone. I hate senators. I don't want to do politics. I think I think senators should be put into a boat and sunk in the ocean. <laughs> right. I think the government, you know what I mean? I would give it all a do-over. I can't say the things that I want to say Same when here. we're Well, recording. it's just crazy, too, because... Because those jobs are good jobs and ways to make money and to lead up to make more money. It's like that's bullshit that a senator gets to be a fucking like huge awesome job that eventually parlays into more money. Which you but a jury, was... being a juror, is like a, a, a like out takes time out of your day. But Name they... me a senator who sat on jury duty. These once. fucking pieces of shit. <laughs> when it comes down to it, too, it's that it was never supposed to be a job where you made money. Right, You're serving it up, goddamn people. You're supposed to make nothing. You're supposed to be prostrated and doing work for us. But you know, of course, what we're talking about because of the election cycle, they're constantly running for election. They can't actually do their jobs you get gerrymandering is making everything unfair democrats are gonna win nothing for right. 10 years before <laughs> before we got on we were talking about auditioning and the acting life and we're like i just want a job where i have i'm unbroken for like a year like i want like i want to work for six straight months for once in my entire life and these guys are dealing with the same shit they're Absolutely. like they're like all right i'm elected Cool. Well, I better start making sure I keep this job for more than two years. Exactly. And rather than like, I better start making a change. Exactly. But it's and a, so know. much shit. Oh, sorry, keep going real yeah. quick. So much shit falls on us. We have to do that. We have to do. And it's like, God, look, I'm all about giving money to charity. But shouldn't there also be something in place to like help Houston outside of like well, he uh, cut upper middle class wealthy funding liberal the FEMA. People? Yeah. He cut funding. He was like, he cut all of this shit. He cut all that money. I mean, it's supposed to retroactively be in effect. Like they had the Obama level money, but they they were they were attacking it. They were attacking. They were there. He's cutting it all down because it's just it's just every single thing that Obama did. He's trying to cut down, and Obama didn't even do that much. And he got he's going at his shit. He That's did a bunch. He, he did, did a, he did know, a bunch, but, but he didn't do as much as uh, he could really? have done because of the situation he was in. <sighs> It's okay. This is where I'm outside of my, but then I'm outside of my pay grade immediately. Me too, because this is where I know, and like the only reason I'm involved in politics, someone one time, someone said, or I read something somewhere that really hit me where it was like, um, if you're saying uh, I don't really get into politics, that is your privilege talking. Sure. You, that like, and like, 
I have some uh, family members on both sides, mine and my wife's family, who's like, ah, I don't do politics. I'm like, yes, because you are a white person who has a union job as a teacher. You're safe to go. You own a home. You live in, uh, like, you live on Long Island or you live in New York. You're like, it's okay for you to not care about politics. We put out three hours of content per week, like you do too, right? Yeah. It's just like, I'm putting out content all this, being like, politics is going to get in there. Because right. it, because got to because it's a part of like if I was sitting going like blah, 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 acting like I couldn't fucking be a part of what was actually going on in the country I would be tone deaf and I would be a moron it's also because <laughs> you have to be a part of what's happening in society and so that's what we're kind of forced to do even though I'm still a ham headed idiot right. about half this shit I know that's why I'm like guys if I'm trying to do the right thing in politics like if I'm trying to help out I, we, what this is the last line defense I'm not the guy I should never be this guy. <laughs> it's always it's like i'm always like the dude when if we're at a if we're in a situation and i'm like guys i don't know if we should do this that's the moment i go wait why am i that why guy I, I should never i'm be never this guy one. and why am i being responsible oh man we've gone too far ace and that's what it feels like but, you know and, and that's why well, conspiracy theory to get back into the subject yeah, let's do it it's now been moving all the, but now it's permeating everything right so alex jones the fact that alex jones can call the president is incredible uh in terms of like it's bad but it's also great but the, the real problem with conspiracies or with alex jones and then et al spread it out however you want is that there's no repercussions for being wrong either well, and reality. that's the and i mean same for it all depends on your level of power or whatever like reality is being fucked with right. the concept of fake news is was is a very dangerous thing that is yes. now be permeated every level of everything it's kind of also but it's the cia's dream that's a part of it too is that they're making what, what they're kind of letting it do trump is running around like a like a bull in a china shop and everybody's looking at him and staring at him and clapping for him or screaming at him and doing all this stuff and you've got these guys that have been in place since the fucking they, they created a secret state in the right. 60s when they when the OSS turns to the CIA and NSA and all stuff that's a secret government they right. do other shit they do right. stuff that we don't talk about they have they're, they are secret governments not even in the US they're, they're, they're everywhere, <laughs> right. everywhere. and they're, they love this shit they love the dissemination of fake information everywhere because then they can do whatever they want. Because nothing is nothing nothing's is real. believable anymore. Nothing's real. Because you look at all like, the stuff. Because like, I, I, what I like about conspiracy theory is I like challenging the known true explanations of things. Right. I, I want to know. I want to know what else is possible. What, how could this... Maybe what's the that, funnest version of the truth? Right. Yeah. Like, what's a fun thing to talk about and think about and play around in your head with it so you could be right or wrong? But I think that there's something about what we are losing a little bit in the country maybe and maybe I'm overstepping my bounds but I do feel that we are losing a little bit of the concept of you can play with an idea and not believe in the idea. Like you can go and you can play in it and think about it. Like my job is... As on my on my podcast and me as a performer, a lot of times I take the place of the villain and I think right. about it in terms of a villain all the time. People always like like I I say fucking racy things as like this character Gino Lombardo on Comedy Bang Bang. Sure, and people are just like. Uh, yeah, this racist, this alt-right guy. I'm like, no. I'm no. playing a, a shithead <laughs> character. I'm doing a thing. I'm doing a thing. I'm playing his... I'm saying it's stupid to believe those things. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's the point That's the point of going it from the inside out, right? right. It's a Gary Bunda on Pretty Face. It's just like I'm playing the dumbest person on the face of the planet, so he's going to say dumb shit all the <laughs> right. time. Right. But it's like, I we are... 
it's but that's where right now is that the, the critical thought abilities of the country are kind of like really getting fried out and because and it's weirdly because people I think it, part of it is people have to attach their personality or their humanity or their uh, sense of self to beliefs and you know so who once did you that? say advertising is, companies right they tied it all together being like well if you're you you're basically people who love this who believe you in like this coke, like this you're like this if you like pepsi you're like yeah, this we have been hypnotized i do fully believe that i believe that we have been fully hypnotized and we are we are just we are stuck in it and it's like and it's very difficult to break out of it on both sides which is fucked up but you know obviously but the problem is the one side is so obviously worse than the other side <laughs> I you know. know. I mean? Just like <laughs> the, the Richard Spencer, that whole movement, the whole alt right movement, it's all—it's just so obviously much worse than whatever is happening on the other side. But we are being forced to, by media companies, view them to be exactly the same. Yeah. Well, this shit, this this Antifa shit is—I just don't understand. I don't understand. So in my and here's here's where I'll go into what I think some of conspiracies I think is like I think those are fucking alt-right dudes There's in all. fucking masks God. going like hey if I if I take a swing at another alt-right guy it sows dissemination in the fucking it's ranks huge. of the liberals yeah well, it's the whole Alex Jones thing the Jewish br- br- were dressed up as Nazis punching people like Jewish people would do very intense yeah. it's just a very intense conversation because it really does very like because it plays with your emotions because you're looking at this thing like the idea that these people that are quote unquote fighting for freedom are fake or paid shills and they're doing all this stuff. It's like it's very touchy because there are a lot of people right. because, again, we're st- again, we can talk a lot about shit because we're white men and we can talk about certain things where we don't. I am not directly affected by a lot of the things yeah. that Trump would want to put into order. Or as a ma- like, I joke about it on this podcast, but as a matter of fact, like. The tax breaks for I I am doing pretty well and I'm almost undoubtedly going to be doing better in the future. Yeah, absolutely, it gets gets fucked up. It helps me, and I feel like I don't like, and I don't want it. (laughs) I I was willing to give more money. That was the whole thing. Where it's like I'm willing to give more money because I do believe it's fair. I do believe in the concept of of governmentized empathy. Right? Why not? Why not throw? I mean, I was like that on on a small scale. I was like that when I was first coming up. If I book something, I'd be like, "Fuck! I know these five friends are broke. Let's go fucking uh, drinks are on me. Let's get huge. It's a part of what it's taking care. It's understanding you are a part of a community. And I think that's also you know you know we are a part of. If we want to get fucking hooky spooky with it, is that we are a part of a gigantic living entity. We are the end result of the consciousness of the universe. That is like that is what we are is as that's what human beings are. That's what consciousness is. And we uh we. The problem is that to understand all that and to truly do that, I got to stop wearing Nike. I got to stop driving my car. I got to stop feeding this thing. Technically, I need to move to Tampa, Arizona. I need to cover myself with fucking turquoise. And I need to be like, what up? What up? And like talking (laughs) at fucking orbs in the sky. That's technically what I'm supposed to do. I mean, I'm not joking. I, I fantasize almost daily about being like, I live in Costa Rica and I've never put on shoes. That's what and, and I fucking learned how to make uh, cocktails and I work at a bar. I teach the children how to wrap bandages. Right. <laughs> but we have to turn this air conditioner on every 15 minutes, you and I in this room, I thought- in order to live. <laughs> yeah, I know. And that's I will thing. die. I, I straight up was like, I never put the air conditioner on during, but I think you and I are both loud enough that if, <laughs> and shitheads, let me know if the air conditioner is distracting, but I think we are so loud that that will be that fine. That will be drowned <laughs> It's called fervent enthusiasm. Yeah. <laughs> I get called out. People say I yell quite a bit, but I just don't understand. That's why everyone says, I'm like, no, I'm easily, I say easily excited. Yes. That's what I am. Yeah. I'm just what we are. I'm just I, emotional people. And I tell you what, 
you you like it when you're in person. (laughs) When I'm sitting across from you, it's it's very nice. We're fun fun people. We're fun to be out. People like hanging out with us. (laughs) People like to see us drunk. (laughs) It really... Do you get that a lot? Do people want to see you drunk like all the time? People love... Like, I mean... I mean, I do get fun, I get it a lot too. But yeah. it's just being like, my a, wife's a bit of a party animal too, and people get really excited when we show up to a party. Especially now that we're in our mid thirties and live in California, where everyone is sort of no down a, a level animal. of partying, and we'll show up and be like, "You guys Ubered here?" It's like, "Yeah, we're getting fucking lit." And yeah, like, what would you what? talk? Well, yeah, because it's normally sitting around like. Guys, someone has like one of those full wine crafts where you yeah. pour the whole wine bottle into it so it aerates it. Yeah. Everyone's having like one and it's yeah. like a little thing. It's and like, be cool. like, oh, where are we ordering from? You know, yeah, it's, like, <laughs> it's like 9 15. <laughs> like, mm, it's getting late. I'm gonna get out of here. Where it's like, no, we're pretty, me, me and my girlfriend, pretty much perennials, like staying out till three o'clock in the morning. Yeah, which we're, is ba- which we're is kind of, uh, we've shifted a little bit into uh, partying at home. Like as oh, being in LA and also not knowing that many people that want to go out and get lit. Yeah, uh, I mean, I'm like I'm the dude who shows up to a party and it's like I'm what 35, up? but I have six joints in my pocket. Yeah, why wouldn't <laughs> yeah. I? Because it comes down to it because I'm because I can afford it. Because when I was fucking 10 years ago, when everyone else was ready to go, I couldn't do shit. Now I'm ready to go, and I, I, I get all the fucking bullshit. I get all the stuff for you know. I know I would love I would I would love to go back to New York uh, again with with money at some point and relive like my twenties and be like kind of- fuck eating rice and beans at Bonita every night for <laughs> I a month. Do I don't have to do it. I, I don't eat just a pot, just a, a full pound of buttered pasta. <laughs> yeah, That's well, what I used to go through that period of time or just eat a tuna out of a can. Oh, I w- I would do uh, uh, any uh, mac and cheese with tuna in it, stir it up, and just yeah. jam it down. For like, oh, it's, now I don't do. Now I do that shit for fun every once in a while. You know? What I mean? Ooh, look, look, I'm, I'm so cute? stoned. Let's eat tuna noodles. How yeah, you remember this? Yeah. Remember how we used to live? Guys, I have to talk to you about Mac Weldon, and not just because they are a sponsor of this episode of the podcast, but because I absolutely love them. I actually emailed the people at Mac Weldon and said, can you please advertise on my podcast? Because I wear exclusively your products. I wear all my underwear is Mac Weldon. I've now completely replaced. I don't have any. I used to wear Gap boxer briefs and I had a couple of cool pairs and I found myself wearing the shit out of these Mac Weldons. I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to buy a bunch more. I love their low socks. They don't slip off your feet. You know how like some socks like slip off your feet uh, if they're really low, like your he- they go under your heel and shit like that. And, uh, it's very annoying, and you like, but with these short socks, they stay on, and they look good. They look good. You can barely see them, which is cool. And then if you have them on, you take them off. They're not like weird, stretch white. You know, they're cool patterns, whatever. And the Mack Weldon, I'm screaming. I'm like sweating because I'm talking about it so much. But the Mack Weldon sweatpants is another one of my favorite products because a, I love sweatpants, and b, they're not joggers. They're not tapered leg, but they're cut style stylishly. So I can wear them on the plane and not look like an absolute scumbag. You look kind of like. You're wearing blue slacks or gray slacks, but really you're wearing sweatpants that fit like a glove. And I am 6'2", 300 and something pounds, and I wear double XL. Mack Weldon actually has stuff that fits me. So rarely does cool stuff fit me. And I'm so excited that Mack Weldon... So if you're a fat fuck like me, get yourself some Mack Weldons. Go to MacWeldon.com. You can get 20% off using promo code MIGHTY. And they also have one of those deals where if you buy a pair of underwear, and uh, you can buy one, and if you don't like it, they'll reimburse you, and you don't even have to send them back. You get to keep them underwears. Um, all right, guys. Get yourself some Mack Weldons. We 
like, are there any con- uh, newish conspiracies uh, surrounding the? I mean, of course, because we have Alex Jones and stuff. But like, for example, I was saying the other day, I was like, is there a conspiracy and uh, that Melania is a KGB agent? Oh, or- the incredible! I truly, I think that I just, she's like a beautiful woman. Why would she have been like sucking movie. his dick five years ago? <laughs> I feel like she would not have been having sex. I feel like. She would she, be so she's much a fun. beautiful Russian woman who speaks like six languages, I know <laughs> and she has to fucking live with Don. And she stays in New York because she's running a fucking operation out of Trump Tower. <laughs> Baron is just covered in mics. <laughs> yeah. God, let me die or die again, Baron. Oh, you're so handsome today. Nothing like your father. Come on. Oh, you. Oh, look, Donald, your feet are not as red as they were yesterday. Oh, you're so relaxed. <laughs> Speaking to your child. <laughs> I, mean, I think that would be incredible. I think that I, I, I actually, you and know, then there's like this weird shit, like n- then deep state. Yeah, well, he keeps getting revealed. He keeps getting revealed to be, or his people keep getting more and more revealed to be attached to Russia. What I and think it reeks happened. of like uh, her slowly getting her hooks in him and going like, "Hey, hey uh, Putin, you look meet at- my friend here. Look, look at that Naljetskis. <laughs> yeah. You love to watch other people these, on them. He cannot be on them. These He's two women will urinate on you for free." Welcome to our country. That's incredible. <laughs> That's absolutely fantastic. I think that he was just doing a bunch of... I think I have a scenario in my head that the FBI was working on a bunch of mafia guys, right? And they were, they've been doing this deal. They've been deep up doing some just kind of normal mafia busting shit with U.S. companies. Trump just shows up, right, while they're doing all the shit. And they're all like, okay, he's doing all this stuff and just starts crookedly doing all this dumb shit about how... Because I think the, the key that just came out was this whole idea that he's doing some gigantic complex some weird living space that's in that these you at these mafia guys are kind of helping him fund and do all this shit his normal crooked shit that he did as a business it's truly normal new york real estate stuff this is what he does <laughs> which is, also is having mafia is involved because you're from where you're baby. from long island yeah. i'm from queens we knew growing up that donald trump is a scumbag a scumbag yeah equated a racist scumbag my mom loved him because she liked casinos guess what my mom my mom was just being like that's a businessman it was like he's he's handsome (laughs) yes I'm like get the fuck out of (laughs) here my mom was always with the fucking it's like it's real hair yeah I love the Taj Mahal (laughs) just feel like you classless fuck you what's happened to us I'm like you gotta go to Vegas mom (laughs) I had explained to my mom that we were white trash at some point I was like we're white trash she's like no we're not our our stoop was always clean and I was like just because the stoop is clean doesn't yeah. mean just being like we had met season tickets. Yeah, we moved like out of like a like uh, mostly black and Hispanic town, and my dad was like, "All Look right, we're, we're we're doing we great now." It. And then we're like, "We're white trash <laughs> in a different we're town. We're destroying <laughs> their town." Yeah. Um, but yeah, but we knew right. So I think what happened is is that the FBI, because the way I do one thing about the last podcast taught me is the way these guys all do certain shit, where the FBI and the CIA and shit like that, they don't like to share information. They like to get their own. They like to do their own shit, and they're very very private. And the FBI is very different than the CIA, where the FBI is very thorough. Right. Their whole thing is that they dog everybody, and they, right. they go to they get everything on everybody. Like, yeah, they're just like uh, it's like exponential increases of information. It's like I'm in on Henry. Henry was just on High and Mighty. Now. We're now on I'm John. in. Yeah, I'm on and, and when the now cleaning lady came out of his house following the cleaning lady. Yeah, 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 yeah. all like, that shit. So Trump is just kind of fucked up this deal that they were doing, <laughs> and I think that's a part of what they were saying is that they are trying not to fuck up their criminal case. Also, because eventually, essentially, they viewed Trump as small beans. Eventually, right. it's like this thing being like, even if he was, even if he was a president, technically, and which kind of interesting is doing for this country is being like, being president is just a job, right? And now it's shown that 
anybody can get it. Oh, like, that's what's terrifying. Any, it's like it's, it's not fixed like we thought it was, which is sad for me because really on election night I was like, Hillary Clinton's fucking lizard people are gonna fix this election. It's like they're gonna fix this. They're gonna I make truly sure that she thought wins. that there was like, and that's naive of me. I truly thought that there was enough machinations and power behind it that even Republicans wouldn't let Trump. Yeah, happen. they just can't let him win. He's gonna yeah. ruin everything. And right. now what he's doing is, but it's kind of a refreshing time. In a way, I know it's fu- that's the one thing is that me again, I'm fucking evil. But you look at it, there is a refreshing era of it being like, look, it's true. Anybody can be president. Right. You do have to have a lot of money, but anybody can make a lot of money. Right. The Rock can figure out how to be president if he wants to be president. He can very well make it. Well, let him do it. Let do it. He's president. But it's just. I wish. I truly wish. If I had the power, I would uh, remove that thing that you have to be born in the United States to be, and then let Arnold Schwarzenegger be president. Let him be president. I think it would be good, and it would appease like some uh, some of the older like uh, like uh, real fiscally conservative. He's a real Republican. Yeah. Like so, he's not out there. He's fucking fun. He's at his time in California. He cares about other people. He loves uh, big asses. (laughs) I know. He loves big. Big old butts. Uh, me and my buddies always talk about how uh, the Action Boys, Stanger and Rogers, always talk about like you're a hell of a dude if you fuck <laughs> your your maid and you raise the kid, <laughs> and you are a major ce- <laughs> you are a major <laughs> celebrity, a governor. Everyone knows you, and you're like, no, that's my son. That's my son. <laughs> like, that's, that's my son. That's, that's that, huge. that is my son. That is so fucking like that is that's a man. Yeah, that's a man. That's what a man does. I made this child. I'm gonna raise this yeah. child. And it's I a, love this tiny maid woman. <laughs> I am in love with her in a way. I hated Maria Shriver. <laughs> Didn't you? <laughs> Didn't you? Yeah, are you serious? <laughs> but I always find that funny in Arnold Schwarzenegger movies that he always has a chick that thinks he's handsome. Where it's being like, he's not sexy. Right? It's crazy. In that in like He the, always has something like, ooh, being like, he's not sexy. That's one of our favorite tropes to talk about on Action Boys is when Van Damme, Seagal, any one of those guys ha- because clearly they're, it's all ego. They have so much control over the script at, yes, the, at that course. time. She's got to love me. And, and it's literally, there's a scene in, uh, I forget the name. I think it's, um, I forget which one it is with uh, with uh, Arnold where the woman is like drugged him to rob him. And when she rips open his shirt so, to ooh. find his wallet, she goes, oh, and like touches his pecs. And there's like, or in like the movie Twins when the girl sees him. And so it, and that's also male writers because male writers are like, that is hot. That's it's what like, hot dudes look like looks, right there. He's like six foot whoa, three, whoa, whoa. 310 pounds, completely he's, swollen. He looks and the like woman's Alfred like, oh, E. Newman yeah. has been spread onto the body of a fucking wildebeest. I, and they're I, supposed to think it's sexy. He's not yeah. sexy. The, it, His man. cigars, ridden lips with like the <laughs> flecks of just like burnt tobacco know, just stuck in his, between his teeth. A completely square HGH head. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I think that's like men being behind the scenes in power for so long has really established like a cartoon version of what sexy males and sexy uh, women are. I think it helped us. Oh, as men. <laughs> oh, fuck like it man. helped me as a dude for definite. It definitely conditioned you to just be like, if you get like, I can get in there and just being funny. It's just like it's like a th- it, it helped me. <laughs> oh, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but it's it is fucked up. You know, like, but it is. God, Arnold Schwarzenegger, man, just kissing him. I would love to kiss him. <laughs> God, just kissing Arnold. Just, How fucking great would that be? Oh, 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 just fucking cigar in his mouth, your tongue right next to it. Just slowly singeing your beard hairs. Um, what are some what are like 
I, I, this is an obnoxious question, maybe, but what are some conspiracies or well-known conspiracies that you believe are locks to be true or like, or have been retroactively proven true that maybe aren't conspiracy, you know? Well, I think that, I mean, 9-11 was allowed to happen. Uh, it was, it was just not that it was orchestrated by the U.S. government, but they just kind of went like, maybe it'll happen and maybe it won't. Maybe like, maybe something will happen. They don't know exactly. They had pretty specific idea. I mean, like they had tagged all those guys. A lot of those guys are on no fly lists. It's like, if we actually did a three parter on it for last podcast and left that uh, the research of that, like pretty much convinced me that though Dick Cheney was a part of a think tank that essentially just said like. If we get a natural disaster, if we get a disaster of any kind, yeah. we can flip it to do whatever it is that we want. It's like we can we can use it to essentially, but they do it pro America, just being then we'll be able to have American influences in places where we did not have American not, influences. Not to mention like a fucking complete uh, 180 and flip around support of police, military, paramilitary. We will never stop this war. Right, because it only benefits the people in and power. It, and now we're a part of the. If you look at the money flow, right. R&D for weapons development for the U.S. government. They go, they get paid, they do that money. Then the things that they are patented, that were created by the money, there is basically, there because of the war, they take that R&D objects and they sell it to the private market. They sell it to the corporates. And so it's basically, they're using the military as a way to sort of like make a bunch of new shit that then goes to Yeah, the government's like, here's a million, no, we'll just make up numbers. The government's like, here's a million dollars, develop us a new gun. Here's here's a new gun. Oh, this is awesome. Make us a, make us a bunch, hire a corporation. Corporation makes money. Uh, all right, these guns are done. Sell them to police. Oh, shit. <laughs> microchips and shit. It's basically right? it's stuff that they do where it's like things like technology. They basically they they spread it all around that. So that that is thing I think is true. I also believe that the U.S. government uses child prostitutes as a secret keeping mechanism. I think that they do shit those crazy parties like Air Fuck One and all the stuff with like when Bill Clinton was involved and all the stuff where they ba- that what who took Johnny. There's a comedian Tim Dillon has been doing a big thing about who took Johnny recently. And like, but it's I a, love Tim Dillon. Yeah, he's a really, Long Island guy yeah, too. He's, I know he re, he's really into that world yes, too. Of he's course. really not. But that I think that's completely real. What's the Who Took Johnny thing? Basically, the idea is that people that are up and comers like we are, like you'd go to like a twenty comics to watch for Comedy Central party, but it's for politicians. Right. And you go right. to these big charity events and all that stuff, and basically things would be happening in like another room. Um, where it would be people underage, drugs, homosexual, like like homosexual activity, that kind of stuff that nobody they are all afraid of, especially on the Republican side. And they would go and say, "Well, these lobbyists are at these parties. Well, eventually, when these people are elected, they would like go up to them and be like, "Well, you're going to help us do X, Y, Z." And they say, "No, we can't." And we're like, "Well, then we'll just tell them where you were." On X night, we'll right. get, we can just basically we just can holding on, on to blackmail material. Yes, and yeah. then they and they use it for that purposes, and they've been using it for years. Because there was like even MK Ultra, that all that shit that was real. Like I mean, that was all real. The which the, one's MK Ultra? MK Ultra is the super soldier program that happened in the the forties and the fifties and the sixties. Oh. The idea of like using LSD and hypnosis, hypnosis and uh, and breaking people's um uh, personalities down. In order like to the, create, the the born stuff, the fucking yes, Captain. This America. is what we use for. It was like that was real, and a part of it was like doing stuff where they would hypnotize and drug kids and put them in the beds of dignitaries and shit to basically be like, look what we have. And then like, like so I think that Do that's what, real. That, that is so. I, I 
it's unfortunately so believable. I just That's, think that there, it's a big part of it, and I think it goes to, to. Unfortunately, I think it goes to show business. I think I think that's a part of it too. I think it's all when you listen to. Um, I mean, Elijah Wood was talking about that's a whole series of people that molested him, and he wasn't gonna name he was gonna name names, and then he didn't do it, and then Corey Feldman he came out and he basically got paid off. Brian Singer is like oh, uh, he's uh, been uh, doing some yeah, shit. Yeah. So there's there is stuff that's out there that probably to destroy our careers. Even saying it, right, right, right. I mean, I don't even know if that's true. I actually don't know. I think you're just on the out in the open. But it's there's something about using all of this shit. It's it's just all very it's it's nasty, old boy behavior. That's right. Now it's getting it's it's like it's like old school like fraternity type shit where yes. it's like yeah it's like we took a picture of all the pledges cocks yeah and so now if they fucking got they want to leave the frat or don't do what we say we'll oh, fucking yeah. post their cocks because in the where do quad. all these guys come from. Yeah, they come from Skull and Bones yeah, and Yale they come from and these Princeton. places. So they they just take the same thing. It's like high school all over again, except they just bump it up a level. They bump it up that's, to the next. That's so terrifying to me. Yes, that's I so think. Terrifying. But that's the kind of shit. That's that's where I would believe. And then I, you know, I do believe that the U.S. government's been going into UFOs for a long time, and I just think they don't know what it is. You think like you think they have some? Maybe they. I think shit has shown up. I think that UFOs and abductions are mostly a psychedelic experience. It's a thing. It's personal. It's like a haunting. Right. A lot of it, 50% happens only to you. Right. Like that it can't be physicalized. It's a thing that you are, because we're, our brains are built to be antennas right. for information. We're essentially like creating them 50-50. And I think there's shit like when, maybe when Roswell happened, there was a thing that was there and they were like, what the fuck is this? Is this the right. Soviets? And they're like, don't know. And it's like even deeper people in the back because there was that new Area 51 book. I forget who wrote it. But basically she said that it was the the actual conspiracy of Area 51 is that it was uh, mentally handicapped kids m m uh, changed by plastic surgery by the Russians to create a UFO scare here, which is, think about how crazy deep it has to go that that's like this is the real explanation like they're saying that this one is being like but i think aliens is a, is a more normal i think yeah <laughs> i mean what is it like murphy's law like maybe the most simple thing is the answer i forget maybe what it is or is occam's that. razor whatever it is, like whatever yeah. that expression is i've said five different incorrect things uh six of one half a dozen of the other yeah yeah uh, and it's like if the answer it's like no that's definitely what happens like it's actually more believable that there's extraterrestrials <laughs> yes it's like at this point but so I think they just got the shit. They don't know what it is, and so they right. don't. They don't know. And they, they're not going to come out with what they have. And, I mean, and like we don't know what it is. It can go into our most secret. Like it can turn on nuclear weapons. It can shut them off. It can. Uh, it buzzes us. We have thousands of the astronauts have seen them. Like all this kind of stuff. They're like I'm way up into my eyeballs with it right now because I'm doing, I'm working on a, an episode for last podcast. But it's like <laughs> I will fucking uh, be this person. Oh, that's so. I mean, I have I have a, I had a friend on my buddy Tyler came on who's like a big alien head like that too, and we sat down. And we got baked and he fucking was like it's going on and I was like I mean how hard like where there's smoke there's fire and like it's just like something's happening something is happening there's too many shared and yes I think like uh, near death experiences uh, uh, and yes. stuff like that makes you maybe you don't even know like they, there's just more we reality talk, here, here here I'm like gonna I'd trip myself out but like the mind is its own universe and it's like and it's like, you don't know, we don't fully understand what's going on in no. there. We don't, like, just like we don't know what's happening at the bottom of the deepest part of the oceans no. and the deepest, uh, we don't know what's going on deep inside of our minds because our minds are capable of crazy things. What's really, the problem is, is at the very bottom of every single thing that happens is our brain. 
Right. We generate all reality. Right. There's yeah. no. I mean, like consider you, the consider the source. You can say that there's an objective reality if you want to. Like the idea that I am observing things that exist. You can say that all you want. Right. But technically, we don't know. Because Shared hallucinations are a real thing. All like, that shit. Yeah. I'm ge- I have generated all reality out of my brain. God knows what we really are. Because pa- it really power comes- of suggestion. You know, like hear one thing. Yeah, I mean, you hear about uh, and they're, they're like, but so many similarities amongst these abductions. It's like, well, if one person has one and then another person has a aneurysm and doesn't realize it, it just and their sh- brain reacts in a weird way, and they uh, imagine uh, being abducted. Philip K. Dick did the same shit. Philip K. Dick, the sci-fi writer, he saw yeah. an entity called Valus that shot him in the head with a uh, pink laser beam that showed him that time isn't real. I mean, this is big. It's like a fuck. <laughs> he got fucked up. Something bad happened to him. Right. He died of a brain aneurysm two years later. Right. So there's a lot of people talking about like, you know, well, obviously that was a symptom of it, but it's like, but what if it's like the opposite? Yes. What, what if, if like, like, what if he was like, opposite. the reason he had an aneurysm is because he was shot by Valus in the head with a pink laser beam. <laughs> yeah, the yeah. aneurysm beam. He's like, I don't know. I don't know what happened to him. But it's like, I get into that very deep at some point because then, of course, that's the constant like, there's nothing but turtles argument of like, I mean, well, then what is real and blah, blah, blah. Right, but right. Because then, yeah, we're just like looping around ourselves. It's like. But it's just important to remember that in the end, we do make up a bunch of shit. We do, our brains do make up a lot of stuff. Right. Dreams. Like, how, why do we think dreams? And then we did, and to be fair, because we both have stuff to do sober. after this, we are not high. <laughs> I am so. We're mostly mighty. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, like, dreams happen at night and are insane. How do we know that they're just done? Don't know. Right. Could, it, could still be happening. You see shit out of the corner of your eye. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear that? Uh, yeah, wait, and whether you heard something or not, you're like, wait, maybe did I hear that? Oh, yeah. And I, all of a sudden, you're like fucking tripping, like freaking out. When I'm deep in the middle of alien research, I have constant dreams of being abducted, right? I have these dreams where aliens are going to show up in my house and they do this stuff. It's horrible nightmares. I get them all the time. It's the only thing I still get nightmares about is, Shit, is aliens. dude. I haven't had a nightmare in a long time. But it's because we live normally, because because uh, I think it's anxiety it's something about it. Yeah, it's just manifesting it itself manifests in that. Bullshit, yeah. But aliens still do it to me. And then at some point, because then, you know, like Natalie, my girlfriend, somebody was like, well, you know, you say all the time about how like people who dream about being abducted and stuff. I mean, like that, that that's like them being abducted. She's like, so how do you not know that you're being abducted? And she's like, shut the fuck up. Oh, shut, shut up. You shut up. Yeah. I was like, you check the you're, bed. Yeah. It's not, it's not necessarily. <laughs> if uh, I'm ever out of the bed, you find me. It's not necessarily dreams. It's flashbacks. Oh, yeah. All of that's that terrifying. Shit. I just ruined my life. <laughs> no, you find me. <laughs> please, please. Find you me. go. You never I want, stop no, looking I want for me. nothing more than to be abducted. I, I mean, want to. I do. Like, I want to believe. I think that's the X-Files. Yes. yes. I do want. I do believe. Of course. But I want to be. I, I'm, I need one more. Th- I need a. I am hand. begging for it. I know. It's so fucking crazy. I want it so bad. But that's part of the reason why you don't get it. But then also, man. Man, they get raped. You know? (laughs) It's bad. It's not even like, it's nothing good about it. Yeah, well, it's just like when you're fucked. Also, also, I mean, we talk about like ways your brain deals with trauma. I'm like, if you got raped, you might... See an to, alien. Make, to, to make you feel better, well, that's remember t- it as an abduction. We yeah. did a whole episode, but you were saying molested or abducted. And the whole thing was being like, were they molested or were they abducted? And half the time, it just sounds like they were molested. Oh, God, or you yeah. go there and we're like, you just go. But the, the, what they do to these guys in the, the, in this, in the, in the spaceships is just rough. 
<sighs> Except they always talk like sometimes. So we did. This, I was reading about this thing about uh, Nordic aliens, and it's like they'll send in like a big titted, sexy alien woman whose like face is just kind of weird, and then she'll, they'll make you hard, but so hard it hurts. But then like they say you come for like forty five minutes, like it's like a thing really. <laughs> so sometimes now it's I cool. really want that. <laughs> They have these life-changing sexual experiences. I know. I would love to come for 45 minutes and come for 15 times longer than I have sex normally. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Yeah. And uh, to me, it's like that shit makes sense that it, I mean, if you are a fucking child and you see a bug that you've never seen before, what do you do? Pull its legs off, yeah. fucking smush his head, lick do, it, yeah, touch do it, yeah. weird shit. Yeah, and it's like, and if all, if you pick up a fucking human and you don't know anything about it, and it's like, whoa, there's this like hole down here. It's like, yeah. all right, let's put stuff in it. Put something <laughs> in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, it's screaming a lot, huh? <laughs> or is it singing? Yeah, let's I see. Know. I don't know. Yeah, let's, is let's it happy or sad? We can't tell. <laughs> I don't know. Tell. Let's make it come for forty five minutes. He <laughs> 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 seems to like it. He seems to really like it. a lot of egg scraping too. Oh yeah, yeah. They take women's eggs. I'm sure. Yeah, but that's bad. They don't right. get anything out of that. Right. We get out of getting, yeah. getting our jazz. Women don't get off when they get their eggs scraped. I don't think so. <laughs> yo, baby. I'm, yo, baby. <laughs> I always say that to my wife. Yo, baby. You want to get your eggs scraped as I climb on top of her? Thank you. Oh, so excited. <laughs> yeah. You want to get dug out, bitch? <laughs> yeah. it's like, Excuse me. So excited. Thank you. Thank you, husband. Um, we, I watched. Uh, we, it's hard to talk about conspiracies and not talk about this. I watched JFK on a plane recently yeah. for like the first time in a long time. I haven't seen it in forever. And I ate an edible and I was like, literally. We got to get these murderers. I was literally like, <laughs> I was sitting next. I, I kept turning to the guy next to me to almost just go like, we got to do something about this. <laughs> like, like, I was so, I was so worked up by something that happened that I know. You know, passing information about five different ways, like sure. five different, yeah. I know, like the standard shit that, like, and then all of a sudden I'm watching it and I'm like, no, 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 that's got to be fucking. You got to be fucking. John Candy did what? Yeah. I, he's like, I can't believe he he lived that long. I um, I would do the latest. I really like the latest explanation, which is they uh, were hungover on duty. So the Secret Service were out there. They had partied the night before. They were out on the, the, the thing. It's like, I guess he was like a weird dude in terms of like some presidents have closer uh, relationships to their uh, people than yeah. others. And he was kind of like a kind of a standoffish kind of guy, JFK. Um, and they were out there and Lee Harvey Oswald did technically act alone. And he shot the shot, right, that went through the senator behind him and lo- like the, the, basically that it went through his body into the center in front of him. Right. Not the kill shot. Kill shot happened is that they all reacted to it happening. New Secret Service dude was in the car behind JFK. And shot He lifted him. his AFKK. Yes. So they lifted his AK, which was they take the, the, the fucking safety off. So they're ready to shoot it. Car stops short. He falls back, blows the fucking president's head off. And then there was like a, the cover up was Secret Service trying to cover their asses. Oh shit! That for the for what happened. So then Ruby the, is uh, uh, was hired. Ruby's a crazy person. Oh, so Jack okay. Ruby was a crazy person, or maybe hired by them. Yeah, that would be fun. See, yeah, that would be, to be a like because Lee Harvey Oswald says on the trial, I shot one bullet and it, I it hit a you know like yeah, exactly and like then I Jack did Ruby's do, like fuck, we got to clear that. We up. have to kill or this guy. I'm Jack, a patsy. Or Jack Ruby is. The uh, fifty year ago analog to dude who shows up at Pizza uh, Pizza, pizza Planet with a fucking gun. Yep, pizza Pizza Gate fucks fucking bothers me. Pizza it's bad. G- it's very and it's bad because it doesn't get dropped. 
No, because I mean, and they've the proven end, it. Like they've nothing's went there. getting nothing's getting dropped anymore. Nothing right. gets dropped. Everybody's gonna They're using it as ammo. Pizzagate's so fucking stupid because it's like I I do believe in certain things. Like I don't like I don't think Podesta is necessarily the coolest dude on the face of the planet. No, I you don't look think at the weird Hillary is that fucking uh, uh, is a fucking beacon of good life. I don't either. think so either. But I do think that it's it's. It's one of those where it covers the things that I really... If you watch Who Took Johnny and that kind of shit that happens where it's like that there's real shit happening that's so semi sort of like what this is yeah. and you're just fucking writing this because InfoWars was just using it for money. Right. You mean? Info, yeah, and that's that's the other thing too is like people just fucking... I, I hate to be fucking libtard quoting John Oliver, but that John Oliver thing about Alex Jones where he's like... Hot, like the shit that he yes. sells is a direct, like a, di a direct effect of the stuff he's. It's almost like someone who just stands. He's up creating the problem and then selling the, the solution, solution to yeah. the problem. And it feels like how is not how are people not picking up on that? Because it's just you're into it. I mean, like I've gotten to info war, info war holes very right. deep it's easy. down into yeah. it. It's kind of fun. You go through it and so you look at all this shit. Technically, he's just serving his base. The problem is that, again, it's just being like they're just allowed to be as quote-unquote legitimate as anybody else when technically it should be like, to me, I've always looked at InfoWars before all of this shit happened with Trump. None, none of this was real. Right. InfoWars was never supposed to be real. It was just supposed to be funny and, and dumb and you go and watch, look at that's where you got your conspiracy theory shit. Yeah. And it was a fun time to be on there. It was a prison planet. It was other website. Listening to him was fun. Now he can call the president and it stopped being fun. Yeah, because and, now and it's all also, legitimized, and it never should have been. And then it feels like a lot of these, uh, a lot of these like ideologies are like coming together. Like I don't remember conspiracies and infowars being so anti-Semitic or so pro-white. No, they're they're pumping it up. Yeah, and then it's like it feels like they're like, hey, guess what? The alt right likes, or wh whoever this new faction of people is, they like infowars. They like these conspiracies, but they also are sort of like white supremacist light for now. Yes. Um, maybe we should hit them with a little bit of like shade. Yeah, they yeah. Go, like they, here's what you know, minorities are up to, immigrants, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, you're you're giving me, you're you're hitting both of my G spots. They are. Yeah. Uh, they have a new correspondence, a young black girl that does a bunch of shit for them that is kind of wild. Like they have this this basically saying that. The left is trying to create a race war using Antifa and like and these like all stuff. And you're like, like it's fucking like, it fucks with your head. You watch it, but only because when I used to watch it, I was just watching it for my show. Right. I was watching it for last podcast. It was fun to go <laughs> just through to it. Hear, oh, what is this crazy lunatic? What's well, kind of funny here? A new soundbite. Well, it used to be funny to like talk to your weird uncle. Oh yeah. yeah, it used to be fun to be like, Rile all right, what up. do you believe? What do you believe? Oh, okay, really? Huh? Oh, yeah. And now it's not fun anymore. No, because well, it's all the legit. They took it away from me. Um, I, that's what I got taken from me in this election. A lot of people got a lot of stuff taken from them. Way I worse. got conspiracy yeah. theory, <laughs> yeah, of course. Right. I got conspiracy theory taken from me. Right, and now it's like a negative thing, and it's like, yeah, yeah well, fuck. Um, Someone just tweeted, and this is like such a minor analog, but someone uh, tweeted uh, something the other day that was like, uh, you used to be able to have a conversation about movies. Now it's only about whether it's objectively good or bad. Yes. And I feel like that idea of like lines in the sand being drawn has permeated every single thing that happens. Advertising where, companies did right? it to us because they have this idea that you're either on a no camp or a yes camp because it's easy to put you in those camps. Right. Middle grounds where you just talk about art are just ridiculous. They're making, you know what I mean? 
like not to be this is where I start getting on my fucking old man on a, on a, on top in a bathtub screaming at people <laughs> where it's just being like superhero movies are now McDonald's food for your brain. It's oh. just this thing where it's just made to just like fill time. Yeah. It's, a, it's this weird the fact And that, it sells and you get uh two million views of the trailer. What? Of the teaser to the trailer. You can what turn a movie satisfaction into- does a group of fans get? Out of knowing every single movie that's going to come out for the next 12 years. Nothing. What do you have to look forward to? You know all of it. You know every single thing that's going to happen. There's no surprises. They tell you every single thing that's going to happen. Every single time. You just start, you're just sitting there just like, nom, 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 I wish I, food cubes. People are going to see Star Wars and going to see Avengers no matter what. Sure. Why not? Wouldn't it be fucking dope if a Star Wars movie just came out like Beyonce style? Blew your mind. Well, what's it? Um, the new the guys from Hatchet. You uh, ever seen Hatchet? No. Hatchet fucking rules. Um, mm-hmm. it's a good horror movie. There's there's three of them, and it's like Jason, but like a new kind of thing where he's this mutated dude. There's a lot of sweet fucking kills in it. And it's oh great. shit! Yeah. And they just dropped a fourth one. They're like, we're not even telling anybody, and they just dropped this it's prequel awesome. to the whole thing. Well, I was sort like, that's of smart. Like, like the Cloverfield sequel sort of did that. Yes. Like yeah, people were like, wait, what? And like the, you kind of heard about it coming out, but not until like a month before it came out. It's just like a way how movies. I mean, you know, it's just kind of how it used to be done, where a movie just kind of wasn't all supposed to be these tentpole gigantic events of things that you're supposed to do. Because now these movies are supporting all these other. Uh, lines of the entertainment industry and and blogs and and all the people that are serving uh, at the middleman Access Hollywood Talking Dead like all these things that kind of all come out of the fandom of it they've learned how to monetize the whole thing which is actually very smart on their back and it's been really good for certain things it's cool for fans to be able to go like I want to talk about Walking Dead even more I want to get even more Walking Dead how about Fear of the Walking Dead how about the comic how about this book how about this the comic that's based on the show not the show that's based on the comic yeah how about the talking dead how about we get together how, oh you got to go to the walking dead arg game you got to go to the walking dead this yeah and, and it is smart because it's like when something's a huge takeaway i mean we we've always done that where it's of like course, yes. it's like mcdonald's people really liked this uh dish it's like well what about this meal it's like oh that's equal we like that too it's like okay here's a slight variation on it. you like that yeah and it feels fucking crazy you know we're we're tiptoeing into like sheep you know we're about yeah, to get yeah, there yeah. and it's i don't just, it's not that because there are things i watch just to entertain myself all the I time i think that watching a movie to shut your brain off is not a problem it's a part of what you're supposed to do right yeah it's a part of what <laughs> yeah. i'm just saying the satisfaction it's just a weird thing of like your next 12 years of movies are planned right it's this weird thing of it it sort of feels like on the psychic end of it like we got you for 12 years we know exactly what you're going to do and exactly what you're going to like all the time. You're going to always do this. We've now told you what you're going to do. And as a matter of fact, I bet you for five in a row, you're going to go, yeah, they weren't that great. They're like, okay. Uh, yeah. And then still go see them. No, of course, because you want to see the street because you're a part of the community now. Yeah. But it's just something about feeling like you have no choice. And you don't want to be left out when people are talking about yes. it. Did you see Rogue One? When I saw Rogue One with a buddy, the same buddy that I saw um, the new uh, the Force Awakens with, and he was like... So I guess at minimum we'll see each other every year around December nineteenth, <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god, that's an insane sentence." Yes, that's an and it's a it's a, now a reality. Well, yeah, because now they engineer the whole full thing. They just and they're going to be like, "This is not stopping." Well, they also will talk about stuff how like they they make a big deal about how 
the this was like one of the lowest grossing movie years of ever like of all time this year but then they also say on the other side i don't know if it's pr spins or not of like they were planning on this dip that's kind of what they do is that now that's why they're planning 15 years ahead because they plan on being like, because next year we're going to have Star Wars or we're going to have this thing and this thing. We want to make sure you have enough money to do this year. And there's going to be so this year was just like Skull Island. Yeah. I could be way ruled. I loved it. And I will say War for the Planet of the War, War for the Planet. The, the most recent Apes was fucking that's cool as hell. Arguably one of the best movies of the year. Yes. I, cr I was got emotional. I fucking wept. It was fucking <laughs> awesome. Good. That was a good movie. I fucking love that movie. Um, here's a weird, and I could be, I could be way wrong. I think part of the fun of Star Wars, the originals, is that they existed as this trilogy, and then for twenty years it was sort of like, you, have you guys seen Star Wars? Yeah. And it's sort of like, whoa, what is this? There wasn't and you're new like, content cool. coming anymore, and it was right. over. Right, it was over, and you can get it. I, that's why I, I got out of comic books because I really liked. I have a friend and he has the best he's like I read graphic novels on the train ride home but I only buy graphic novels of books that have an ending yes because then I'm doing this forever right and it's like a weird and of course that's what they want as, as I know uh, but providers. I don't want, I don't want to do anything forever no. At some point, I get sick of something. Right. Like, I do get sick. I get. I'll get sick of stuff. It's like the closest I've ever had to doing something forever is being UFO enthusiast because I've been in my entire life. But it's also like a thing where it's like that's technically you get tired of it. I do. Yeah. There is a lot of stuff. Right. I do have. I have like hangover. I do have burnout right. when it comes to the show. And like I, I, I know at killer. some point, and it's going to be. And if you would have told fifteen-year-old Gabrus at some point, you're going to go. You know what? Forget going to see Star Wars. Let's just hang out tonight. Exactly. Yeah, and like, Can you imagine that? Hearing that there's a new Star Wars and your reaction is not just, what? Oh my fucking God. When I was a kid, when that when Phantom Menace came out, I remember just being like, what? Like, I cut school and waited in line. We did all the same thing. Our principal let us go. Oh. Was like, yeah, 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 I had a fucking, on my backpack, I had a piece of loose leaf that said, starting at 20 days, 20 days till new Star Wars. And the next day I wore 19. Next day I, I counted down... I was like fucking ridiculed. I was so I, <laughs> fuck, dude. That was, I think that week. What is that? May nineteenth, nineteen ninety nine or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I think that fucking week in that movie has like was what prepared me to be in the entertainment business. Where it was just like, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Holy shit! Is this my fault for building it up too much, or is this actually objectively bad? I don't know. Yeah, but. I shouldn't get excited for things I like anymore. It is really, it <laughs> is a thing that's And it hard. actually trained my brain to be able to handle going like, oh man, if I got this job, this would be huge. I would make a lot of money. I would love, <laughs> I would love it. I like the people involved. This would Everything. be cool. This check, could potentially check, change my check. life. Yeah. But I'm not allowed to in, be Enjoy excited. It. Yeah. Oh no, no, no. I don't like a, I don't, um, when it comes to work, it was the same thing too, where it's like, you're really only allowed to enjoy about 24 hours. If you book it, you have that day to like to like yourself, right? And then, and then it's over. And then, then you're it just ends. and honestly, and it maybe hasn't even happened until it airs. Yo, yeah, you don't know. <laughs> you cut you out of hear, like the more you hear those horror stories of like, yeah, you booked a pilot, they loved it, uh, hated you, be in eight and ten out of eight out of ten episodes. Now they're switching it, and you're it's, they're, you're not in any. <laughs> yes. Like, oh, you gotta be 
No, no, it's brutal. It is very brutal. But no, that's a, I think that's a, and I, it's been a long time. And a part of it is that the PTSD, I think me, maybe of that movie of what it did to me in terms yeah. of like, and I, I do have a really hard time of uh, enjoying certain things. Of looking, holy, looking very forward to something. is The very closest different. I have had that to currently is Stephen King's It. The new It. It does look dope. Too. I think that they, I think that they did it right because Dark Tower makes me want I haven't to even gone attack to it, yeah. the White House. And I've never seen... I've, I, make, I never don't see a movie. I, I almost see everything. I read all... It was my favorite book series of all time. Ugh. It makes me want to drive a car into the mall and just start taking stores <laughs> and people out. Like it almost makes me That's just... That's how bad it was. It's just what And you have did. Idris Elba and McConaughey and you don't pull it off? That's like It's awful. like... Yeah. It's how little they think of us. That's what that movie is. I watch it and be like, that is the direct disdain that the entertainment industry has for me as a human Dude, being. Dude, you just made me remember. I was super baked when I watched it, but I watched that in The New King Arthur. Um, no. With uh, what? Not what's his name? The, One fucking, of them. the guy from Sons of Anarchy. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. And Guy Ritchie directed it. And wow, it was Guy Ritchie. Yeah. What? And it's and it's bad. Yeah. And it's really bad. And there's like, character- do you remember when Guy Ritchie was like the shit? He he was fucking Snatch was great. Snatch was great. Snatch was great. Lockstock is good too. Yeah. Uh, but um, even uh, like even some of his later shit was fun. Like this movie was. So bad, and I lo- I'm a a nut job for fucking anything with swords and oh, shields yeah, yeah. and magic. Like that's my entire <laughs> life is epic fantasy. Um, and I love Arthurian legend, and I love I even love the fucking Antoine Fuqua King Arthur with Clive Owen is like one of my favorites. Interesting. It's a very good movie. Is I it good? It. Yeah, it's really cool. I mean, the thing about a King Arthur movie is because it's a uh, because it's what's it called when it's so old you can uh, use it all the time. Like uh, oh, what's it uh, the 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 thing? Whatever. It's like Shakespeare. And yeah, stuff it's like Shakespeare. You so you can like. There's no rights to it, so you yeah. keep adapting it. So King Arthur is the is uh, guaranteed to like come out every five to ten years. Yeah, because they and have it's to. Going to so, be swords and shields and magic and monsters and wizards. So would they do bad? It's shot like guy like he guy riches it up a little bit too much. The dude is uh, why can't I remember his name? It's like my wife's crush, uh, Jax Teller. Um, whatever. Uh, it's and it's so fucking bad. And and I'm like. I'm very upset, and I rarely think a movie's really bad because I like enjoy watching a movie for two me, hours. Me too. It's like yeah. I just will watch. I pretty much will watch anything. Yeah. There's very few things where I watch things specifically because they're bad because it'd be kind of fun. I yeah. watch dumb shit all the time. I'll watch something really bad and then be redeemed by one cool scene or one awesome song. Yeah, choice you just or, like movies. Yeah, right. Exactly. And then it just never redeemed itself for me, and I was like, oh man. And they introduce a bunch of characters. And then I look on IMDb and I'm reading through, and you know, IMDb trivia is take it or leave it. But one of the things was planned first of seven movies. What? And then that's what I said. I was like, okay, that's what's going to ruin this business. Seven is, King Arthur films? Yeah, or like the shared universe. Of, of like, what? Of what? I, I guess Merlin. A Lancelot movie, and, a Merlin origin story. Oh, no. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, and I think, no. and we're getting into that. It's like Marvel... First of all, guys, Marvel is built on comics, which is already a shared universe. That is what they do. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's what they do. And right. so they, they're just trying to flip the big money up because comics just don't make any, anybody right, any right. money. And so, But then like it's like, no, 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 no. You have to make one good movie. before, And that's what I think Dark Tower kind of like is probably but like. they're locked in. Right. 
They have a whole TV show that's coming out. Yeah. They're doing all this shit. And I was going like, to be like, this is just a mistake. Right. And it's all because they fucking go ape shit. Like, right. They're like, oh, this is going to be the thing that saves our company and blah, blah, blah. We're going to do 10 of these. And it's like, oh, this was bad. You need to be able to fucking cut the cord and move on. I actually wonder what's going to happen with Netflix. They're going $20 billion into debt to make all this new content. And it's like, the problem is that one in four shows that come out on Netflix just disappear. Right. And also, what are they going to do? Turn around and go, all right, well, it's no longer ten ninety nine a month. It's now twenty four ninety nine. a month. And people and are going to eventually fair, start getting pissed off. And to be fair, we're giving you a ton, and they are giving you a ton of shit. It, I sometimes say to myself, it's crazy how cheap Netflix is for what you get for exactly. it. Exactly, but that's like, what they want. And the idea is now we're going to slowly... Yep, and they're like, what? We keep giving you more and more stuff. Now we're doing originals. You should be able to... You yeah. like originals, don't you? Oh, yeah. Don't you fucking Gabrus? You fucking I actually, hog. I actually hate that Netflix used to be go, used to be where I went to see go my see old movies. movies. Yeah. My favorite old movies. Oh shit, cool. Yeah, and then it was like, oh. Yeah, and now they, it's honestly, like, I'm very saddened. I think it's cuz they're maybe making certain things. I love Shudder. What? Shudder the movie app, the oh. horror movie app? No. It's I don't all know. horror movies. Oh shit. It's fucking great. I need to get one I need to get one into one of those like I'm sure the the more and more and th- here's the, pro- the proliferation niche. of niche stuff is like so great in a w- one way, and like I can't wait to like th- like I can't wait until there's an app where it's like this is uh, action movies from 1979 through 1991. I watch all of them. Yeah, I'm like I've seen all of them. I'll rewatch all yeah, of them. I'll pay for five dollars a month bank, for it. Who gives yeah. a shit? I got fucking best of the best on DVD sitting right there. <laughs> I, I have DVD. I have DVD oh, still. Yeah, Predator Two, Conan. RoboCop 2 None of them opened That's awesome I just buy movies And I'm like Oh gotta see this again <laughs> You and Ed Larson Are very similar <laughs> Ed Larson does the same thing Where he just buy. He's like still the dude Who's got a fuck ton of Blu-rays I'm getting back into Blu-rays Because it's kind of fun I like the quality Right because I, it, I have a fucking I have a storage space With like three Rubbermaid bins Full of DVDs That's one, incredible One summer when I was One summer when I was like 20 21 uh, Living in Long Island I was a Jones Beach lifeguard Making $17 an hour as a 21-year-old, and I was bartending two nights a week Fuck. and make, bringing home like $500 cash. You're lo- Yeah, you're loaded. That's I'm, loaded I'm for truly that. loaded. I'm living at my mom's house. The only money I'm spending on is fucking egg sandwiches and Gatorades every morning to deal with the hangover from the money I spent on alcohol <laughs> the night incredible. before, but then I'm going once a week to Best Buy and buying 10 movies, yep. and I'm going to the bin where it's $4 movies, yep. so I this have one, like this an one, unopened this. road to perdition, you know what I mean? I have like, I have so many fucking garbage. Movies, I because I, I I used to rent movies all the time, and yeah. then I would never get them back in time, and then it would end up costing me eight dollars. Did you so ever I'm work like, for twelve? I can keep it forever. You, know? <laughs> yeah. you ever uh, work at a video store? No, no. I worked because at Hollywood I had the, Video for two years. Oh, the and dream. It was just the best. I wanted that job so bad, but like I had the best job a year. Yeah, you high were school. Fucking, I was lifeguard. Yeah. It's the best job. You're high looking school at like have. you just be like uh, everyone's half nude. I'm you get going. Ju- I'm working where everyone goes for fun. Yeah, and I'm outside and I'm making because it's a skilled position. I'm making good money. Seventeen dollars. I started when I was sixteen years old, and I think my starting rate was before I was a Jones Beach guard, which was real money. When I was just working at pools, I think I was getting fourteen dollars an hour, Fuck. and I was working forty-eight hours a week, and eight of those hours were overtime. So I was getting. That's Incredible. Yeah, I'm fucking 16 years old, and I and I'm go- going into my senior year of high school, and I have like nine thousand dollars in the bank. That's from incredible. A I don't have nine thousand dollars in the bank now, <laughs> and I have seven seasons of MTV shows. <laughs> I think I made five seventy five an hour at Hollywood. <laughs> and the big thing is like you can get all the videos that you want, and that's all that works. I mean, that's, that's what I mean. I would love to open a fucking video store someday. This is this is the dream that my my new dream. Henry's a cult bookstore 
wherever is I end up, I'm just going to run a bookstore. Because I'm with that with, uh, not to sound like a fucking, that sounds rude, but I'm like that with books. I have, bo- I have piles and piles and piles of books all over yeah. my house. I'm one of those people. I, co- I collect Same them. Here, I buy, this is my to-read list. I love all this shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it everywhere. But of course, all my shit's evil. Like, right, none of it's right. like, yeah. none of it. I need to start getting some normal books because it's just all UFOs. I've like, actually switched what did to, they know? I've actually trying to do currently uh, one fiction, one nonfiction. It's good. Because I'll read like 15 uh, Robert Jordan's Wheel of Time series. Yes. Like, Is it good to get into? No. It's, so don't do it. I wouldn't do it. If you want fantasy recommendations, I, yes. got, I got like three of my favorite series of all times. I, I just read in. City of Stairs, which was pretty good. I read that one. That was a new one that Marcus Parks from last podcast, because he's also a big fantasy oh. head. Shit! Holy shit! And Name of the Wind is yeah. also that was pretty fucking. That's good. Patrick Rothfuss. Yes, that's pretty. That's the Kingkiller Chronicles. Yes, that would be one of my recommendations. Okay, cool. Because that is those are my. It's only two of the trilogy. That's one of my favorites. The other one, I'll give you book one of one of the series I love yes, right now. Yeah. I need a new. One. Yeah. I need a new. One. <laughs> yes. I need like a series. Uh, I need like a series, dude. I. I mean, I could talk to you for two hours, and maybe we should do it at another time. I would do it. Yeah, yeah. This is so much fun, man. Uh, but let's wrap this shit up. Let's go about our days. Um, Henry, where can people find you online? So I, I, I always ask people to tweet at us, like, tweet at us conspiracies or... Whatever. Yeah. yeah. Tweet at Insults, us, let us know. What, could yeah. come at me with any sort of theories that you have, things you want me to explore on my podcast or back on this show. I yeah. come back and talk about other bullshit. Right. Um, you can follow me, find me on Twitter at Henry Loves You, and also at LP on the left for my podcast. That's yeah, on and Twitter. check out last podcast on the left if you're at all interested in this stuff this is my horseshit yeah because <laughs> this is my life i live the i walk the walk and it is a sad he is walk. that guy i just you are bad. That, you, it's yeah, bad yeah it's bad for me it's bad for my love <laughs> and my relationships so come come and listen to the show please, i'm please. watching you please watch your pretty face going to hell ask for more of it all the time what where are where are we at now is it like we're, we're about the, to come we just out got, i don't know okay. the second half of the the first half of our newly shot season four is going to come out at some point. Oh, okay, cool. So yes, get and, come, and if you're in Los Angeles, come out to the October 28th uh, L Ray. We're doing a Halloween charity event for our last podcast on the left. Oh, hosted awesome. by Last Podcast on the Left and Natalie Jean. Oh, dope. And I think I may be doing something. That'd like be that would be pretty sweet well. if you yeah. want to. That would <laughs> be, be awesome. Fucking death. Right. Um, I'm as always. I'm at John Gabris on Twitter. No H in John or Gabris. I am uh, buy a, buy a high and mighty shirt at Gabris.com/shirts. More shirts coming soon. I'm working on designs. Right now, and uh, yeah, that's about all I got going on. Oh, listen to Action Boys, join the Patreon. Yeah, dude. And uh, I'll see you motherfuckers around. Yeah, hail Satan. Hail Satan. Bye, shitheads. That was a headgum podcast.